coming to you live from whatever podcast you're currently listening to. It's your boy Jay West with my co-host Mac East from the We Get Dub podcast. What up, nerds? It's me, Mac East, and we got a badass anime podcast for you. We got hot sauce, we got hot takes, we got booze and banter. And you can listen to us on all major platforms. The We Get Dub podcast hits harder than a Goku gut punch. <laughs> Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast. Where we serve up delicious slices of mythology, cryptozoology, and urban legends. Ashley is the Mythbuster. Tiresias is finally just like, it was you, okay? <laughs> Waterboard him with this magical gem that is not a testicle. <laughs> Emily is the cryptid hunter. And it's this guy that's bending over and farting into the face of this absolutely <laughs> horrified Kappa. The Kappa's like, no! <laughs> In some stories, this long, narrow sheet of cotton is also your roll of toilet paper. But it's evil toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and Lindsay is the storyteller. So put your trays in the upright position. We're flying back over to Northern Italy for a fun little legend that will have you rethinking water sports. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Am I pretty? I think I'm a snack. And she'd be like, what's a snack? Do you have candy? Pineapple Pizza Podcast. Stop on by for a slice, a story, and a laugh. Coming January 2021. For Nerds by Nerds Productions. Welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. I'm Josh. I am Ben. And today we are going to do a very special episode. We're diving into a 30-year-old cold case on whether Kevin from Home Alone grew up to be a serial killer. Yeah. Specifically, possibly Jigsaw. (laughs) Uh, And to do that, we were brought this and joined by two of the fellows from the Geek Peak Podcast, Chris and Trent. Boys, how are we doing today? What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having us on. We really felt like this needed to be discussed and fleshed out. People need to know this. So thanks for having us on. I'm yeah, quick. we're excited for this topic. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thanks for having us on. When we were talking about what we were going to do, this evolved from let's do a Christmas-themed episode, and we just got way down the rabbit hole in these theories. So I'm really excited to flesh this out a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I've definitely have heard this before. Uh, I've I've heard the theory that Kevin possibly grew up to be Jigsaw, but we'll we'll dissect everything. We'll go through all his uh, horrendous, dangerous behavior and all the traps that a young boy came up with off the top of his head. <laughs> his uh, his horribly neglectful and abusive parents and and everything else from this franchise. But uh, listen, I had a I had a scout book that had everything in it that he did on those movies. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the video of the uh, the doctor watching clips? And he's like, well, they're right there. That would be a fractured skull. I hope you break your femur on that one. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that, but reading through, doing my research on this, the, specifically the scene um, where Harry is getting the blowtorch to the head, they said the fact that he stood there for like seven to ten seconds, his skull would have had massive third-degree burns, and it would have actually started rotting. 
because he got burned so bad, like his actual bone of his skull. <laughs> was that in the first oh movie or second God. movie? Oh, wait, both. Yeah, both. Both movies, yeah, they did the same. Both. That's uh, Go ahead. The upper body strength of Joe Pesci in that second one, he does a full handstand. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's stuck yeah, in into a the toilet. Toilet full of kerosene. Yeah, that was – and why he still had a skull when he got down off of that toilet, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, the explosion that ensued would have taken anybody's face and head off its shoulders. <laughs> Indeed. Before we get started, boys, why don't you tell us about your podcast? Well, basically, our the idea of our show was we wanted to be the layman's content recommendation podcast, so – you're the, the average person who likes some nerdy things and may not even consider yourself a nerd or a geek, but likes to keep up with TV and movies and music and video games. Uh, we're, we're the show for you. So we try to sift through the many streaming services, the many, many streaming services, and provide you some good recommendations of different stuff that's on. Um, and we also try to present movie reviews, but in a fun way. So maybe not specifically a single movie, but uh, more of a topic and including movies that kind of discuss that topic. So that's kind of our general gist. Outside of that, we also really like to drink alcohol on our show. <laughs> um, so we we do different drinks every week. Um, and I we, we brought drinks on this week, actually. I brought something really shitty for everybody to hear me drink and hear how upset I am drinking it. It's fantastic. Uh, and it's uh it's a Christmas it's a Christmas delight. It's a Game of Thrones White Walker by Johnny Walker. Uh the blended scotch whiskey. It's distilled, blended, and bottled north of the wall. And uh I don't even know they don't even give you a percentage on this, but I will say this when you freeze this bottle, Johnny Walker turns into a White Walker, which is pretty sweet. Um, so you're saying it's the only reason to buy it that is a hundred percent the only reason to buy it, it is trash <laughs> i what's in it is not worth the cost yeah hold on let me let me take a sip and you guys can hear my displeasure <laughs> that was quite the face wait a minute wait a minute i think that's the same noise we made when we uh watched uh <laughs> santa shark or whatever that was. <laughs> santa, jaws. santa jaws yeah there you go Oh I think I made that God. same noise halfway through that movie. I said, Bleh. I would have <laughs> never known that would have existed unless you guys reviewed that. So I appreciate you bringing that to my attention. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. I wish we didn't, we didn't know it existed. <laughs> There's I some things that, that just don't uh, get me in. I think that, that that Johnny Walker is the equivalent of like just the black label bottom shelf Johnny Walker. <laughs> now now game of thrones has come out with it's not specifically johnny walker branded but they have came out with other bourbons whiskeys and scotches that are actually i haven't tried them but they're much better so you have like targaryen lannister you have like different lineages of the bourbons and whiskeys and they can be quite expensive um i haven't tried those yet but we i probably should buy a bottle of that and do it on the pod one day Fuck yeah! I bought their uh, their their red table wine and it was fucking disgusting. I have had that as well and it was not good. Yeah, that, no. uh, World Market sold that for like uh, I did it for uh, a white elephant Christmas party thing and I ended up stealing it back because I wanted it and it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! It was just so, as bad as the Duck Dynasty table wine that they came out with. <laughs> 
I have got such a funny story about that. So <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I had a buddy that used to live in Macon, Georgia, which is a really, really small town in Georgia. It's close to um, a, a, the army base, Fort Warner Robbins. And we went to this dive bar one night and uh, my, my fiance at the time wanted a glass of wine. So I went up there and asked for it and they're like, well, buy the glass or the bottle. And I was like, well, just the glass. And they said, no, it's actually probably cheaper to just get the bottle. And I was like, fuck it. Okay. It was a duck dynasty bottle of wine. <laughs> and we That's probably a bought bottle at uh, our local supermarket. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I told everybody we were hanging out with and making that that was there, we probably bought four to five bottles of it through the night. And it was just <laughs> awful. It was so bad. So you got everybody in uh, Macon, Georgia drunk that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, uh, I'm- my 52-year-old mother was serving Snoop Dogg wine at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it the, the 19 crimes? It's uh, CBD-infused red wine. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. His mom's the bomb. And his yeah. face is on the label, so he's just staring at Snoop Dogg yeah. while he's trying to eat Drink Thanksgiving. it like it's that hot. That's awesome. <laughs> He he did a he did a fight commentary recently, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was watching that live, the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight, and hit the funniest comment was right at the beginning. He's like, "Man, this reminds me of my two old drunk uncles fighting at the barbecue." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm, I'm gonna have to find that. Yeah, I, I saw a clip of it. <laughs> so, so how about I've this got- Kevin guy? <laughs> Well, I got, I got, let me tell you what I'm drinking real quick. Oh yeah. I forgot you were drinking too. Yeah. This is real interesting. So, (laughs) excuse me. I was at, um, the liquor store and I found a holiday advent calendar, a Jack Daniels holiday advent calendar. And, uh, so each little slot that you open up has a different flavored Jack Daniels. Now, we're recording this on December 11th. So my goal here is to catch up to December 11th by the time we're finished. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Now, now luckily the first one I opened was a shot glass. Okay. And then number seven, I believe is also a shot glass. So I realistically, I'm only taking like nine of these. Um, well, once you hit seven, then you got to start doing two shots. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> but there's, I there's, say there's, you just get a glass, open them all, pour them all together, and just oh hell no! Them. There's like there's oh like, yeah, that cocktail would be phenomenal. Yeah, there's like apple in here. There's yeah. Jack Fire. No thanks. So I'm okay. cracking this open, and uh, I don't know. Cinnamon and apple goes well together. Come on, guy. You're making a Jack Daniel's pie. Like apple cinnamon Cheerios. <laughs> Come on, guy. Let's do it. Let's just Listen, let's just get it done. I'm already <laughs> drinking a lot of whiskey. Don't peer pressure me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but yeah, we can move on. Why don't we? Why don't we um, kick it off? I got all of this info. Um, I've heard the Reddit theory before, but um, Grantland.com has a good summary of it. And I just want to start off. He, he introduces this by saying, "Throughout Home Alone and Home Alone Two: Lost in New York, Kevin displays anger control issues." proclivity for violent fantasies and voyeuristic tendencies combined with the fetish for recorded video. I mean, that kind of sounds like jigsaw to me a little bit right there. It does. There's a lot of parallels there. 
Um, and he's like setting up shop in abandoned houses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they specifically talk about his uh, fear for the basement and the furnace in the first movie and how it's very similar to all of the places that he sets up the trap in in Jigsaw or in the Saw films. Yeah. <laughs> That is very true. Uh, That's fantastic. He wants other people to experience his own fear. So or give me live in a steam room while they have to saw their own legs <laughs> off. <laughs> Kevin, you son of a bitch. I, I guess it's I'll go an through. It's movie, but now I'm, I'm turned. <laughs> I don't know what to think. Should have watched Saw as well. <laughs> Let's compare I'll- this. I'll go through some of these bullet points and you guys give me your thoughts. So first one, um, he, he becomes like fascinated with that next door neighbor or old man Marley. And when they say that um, he's salting the, uh, the, the driveways and stuff to get rid of the snow. And they say, it's just the ground out bones of his victims. And so that's, that's one thing that they say is uh, it's kind of weird that he has an obsession with him in the beginning. Um, and then also in that Mid-tour. first tour. Yeah, exactly. You discovered sexuality through the discussion of ground <laughs> asphalt being bones. <laughs> that old man salt in the driveway and just starts rubbing his nipples. <laughs> you want to play baseball, Kevin? <laughs> Another thing they point out is when... <laughs> Is when Kevin. That's on when, business. Eh? <laughs> How much of that White Walker have you had? Shit, he's Chris about to fall out of his floor. chair. I'm laughing my ass off over here. I think the proclivity <laughs> proclivity for uh, violence and fetish of recorded video is. I'm still rolling from that. So in reality, he's facing his fears, but in our reality, he is sexually turned on by this yeah, old man salting the edge of that razor. <laughs> Another thing they point out <laughs> is uh, whenever they eat all his pizza in the beginning, that uh, they show that he has very quick. Yeah, he gets very he gets triggered with rage quickly and is able to overpower his brother. That's like got a good ninety pounds on him. So it's just me imagining. Um, oh, what's his name in Jigsaw? John Kramer. Yeah, John Kramer being an old man, but still being able to drag these people around after he uh, knocks them out and put them in Andy the traps. Yeah, Candy's dying. I want to say they call it sociopath strength. <laughs> I think that's the like, thing. Like Hulk strength. I have that. <laughs> I know. So I know it's combined. What that he gets combined when he's older sociopath and old man dad strength. So listen, that's thing. listen if, if you guys eat all my pizza, I'm going to hurt somebody. <laughs> I mean, you don't tease a fat man with, Until he chases you with pizza and not give of, him any. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you though. I, I get, I understood his rage. I empathized with it, but I think it led him. It was the beginning of a very dark path for Kevin. You could see the the hatred in his eyes. You could see it. You could see the it snap. Rage. By the way, the way he talks to his mother every time I watch this movie, I'm like, my parents. I'm from the south, and if I would have spoke to my parents that way, I would have never lived to become John Kramer. 
Yeah. Well, oh, no, this is I the ultimate white privilege movie. Oh, definitely. This motherfucker oh, yeah. lives in like a $4 million mansion. <laughs> Going on trips to Paris. Telling his mom to fuck off for not getting enough cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have monogram fucking door handles on the outside of their house. You know that's money. I mean, if you're that, you know, particular about what you have on your house, you have too much money. 32 person vacation to Europe, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And his uh, at one point, his uncle's like, you better knock it off. Your dad's paying good money for this trip. And I'm like, wait, is his dad paying for all of them to go on that trip? Yeah. And even on the, in this, th- that was in the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, your dad's paying good money for this. And Kevin's like, why don't you shut up, you cheapskate? And he yeah. Walks off. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <"Piss> off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. God damn. Yeah. Let's talk about Kevin's parents, the one that created this violent lunatic. What the <laughs> fuck does this dad do for a living? Dude, I read Rest something that people think he's like in the mob or something. Yeah, like cartel, cartel yeah. operator, middleman some or something. Sort of, some sort of Walter White situation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he definitely has more money than he knows what to do with. And how is his poor wife still like walking? She had like nine kids. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking baby <laughs> factor. It's true. They're pumping Her. these kids out one a year because a few of them look like they're the same age. Her uterus is like Stargate, dude. <laughs> it's just... just- <laughs> Vagina hangs like sleeve of wizard. (laughs) Kevin wasn't even the youngest. No, Uh, I think he was. The younger one was his cousin, Uncle Frank's kid. Oh, maybe that. Yeah, that's true. And that was his real brother. Yeah, that's Macaulay's real brother. Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin went on to do nothing. Actually, no. Their real dad is a real piece of shit. So Kieran Culkin went on to do oh shit Chris what's that amazing HBO show about like the media media conglomerate family Succession, succession yeah he's in Succession he's actually really good in it oh, I, really? he looks I know his other I know his other brother is in was in Fargo one season of Fargo hmm. uh, the, the kid that was in um, Signs with uh, Mel Gibson oh Haley Joel Osment no the the Culkin that was in Signs. No, no, it's Signs, not the Sixth Sense. Signs. Oh, Signs. Alien, alien. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what I said. Signs. That is from. Yeah, you're right. That, that, that does look like a Culkin. Yeah, yeah he is. He, he went like on to do a Culkin. season of Fargo and he was a greaseball, but all right. He's yeah, got Karen a Culkin. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's got a Culkin look about him. Yeah. <laughs> Always Culkin around. <laughs> <laughs> So Kevin in particular, I just, what gets me and makes me believe this theory is he gets so much pleasure every time he's either fucking people up or terrifying them. Like that poor pizza man, little Nero's pizza. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Makes him think when he's playing the, uh, the like mob show, which by the way, that movie was filmed for home alone. It yeah, I was so sad when I found out that wasn't real because I'm I like, I'm not gonna fucking watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, same here. It but when they good. used it, when they used a different version of it, but the same skit in the second movie, I knew it was fake. I was like, ah, that's too fake. The movie is called Angels with Filthy Souls. <laughs> Such I love an that. Awesome <laughs> <day>. <laughs> with all it of worked, the <clears throat> with all of the stuff that's going on with Marvel and. And Star Wars and them, including the fans a lot more in the in the shit that they're making and going to be releasing soon. I would love to see just an Angels with Filthy Souls movie come out. Somebody <laughs> just make it, please. We need to start a petition right now. 
Let's do this. I'm sorry, Jeff. Give it to like some student filmmakers or something. It, like, <laughs> we know them, some people. Let them, yeah. let them crush it. We By know the way, some people. We'll, we'll put it out there. I'm drinking this Jack Daniels, and I have not drank Jack Daniels straight since I was probably 20 years old, and it's yeah. not good. And you're like, what, 22 now? So. <laughs> I'm getting up there. I'm 28. <laughs> oh, I'm Ben. Ben's old. Yeah, I'm just old. I can't drink that stuff anymore. Eats straight through my stomach. Yeah. This that's what this wall uh white wall. I almost called it Walter White. This White Walker over here is crushing me. I wish you all could, I could tell. He's barely holding himself up in his chair. Oh my god, this is so bad. I hope you li- I hope you enjoy this. I did this for y'all. Whoever's listening out there, I did this for you. Me and Ben are drinking Death Wish coffee with oh, yeah. skull and bo- crossbones on the. That'll perk you up, give bag. you a heart it's attack. Awesome. Dang, eight and o'clock I'm, coffee. Yeah, smacking this weed pen around. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! And I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> so the um the the traps. Let's talk about the traps in in the first film, and uh, specifically. Can you guys think of any that kind of remind you of anything that Kramer, John Kramer does? Oh, you mean the traps that he effortlessly came up with on the spot? Like he had had this planned out for months. I mean, do you have a favorite? That's my thing. I mean, I have a favorite. Go ahead. What's your favorite? In the first paint cans in the, in the, in the first one, the paint cans in the, in the hallway, Mm -hmm. they're going up the stairs. I really I really love in the second one when they're like fake acting like they keep getting hit. Like, yeah. oh, the kid got me right in the schnoz. Let's get him. Yeah. So that that's <laughs> that third pipe, that pipe that he sent, he, that kid never would have gotten that open with the reeling. That Hell pipe no. is solid. Yeah. And first off, it would have cracked their sternum as soon as it hit and it would have killed anyone. <laughs> in the face. That one, those are fractured skulls right there. And then they dropped three floors. I mean, they went back down into the basement. <laughs> Yeah, they were halfway up the stairs, so, so two and a half floors. Happened to them would be oh, they'd be dead. Deadly. Oh yeah, every like the just the bricks in the second one. Yeah, the bricks. He gets hit five times in the face with bricks from yeah, from six stories up. From six stories up, that would have killed any any normal human <laughs> being. I mean, the first one would have killed him. <laughs> that one on the rope would have snapped his neck. Oh yeah, <laughs> that one in particular, the bricks was my my favorite in the second one because. Marv's just on the ground. He's like, Howie, Howie. <laughs> Is that all you got, kid? <laughs> and he's dodging him and not caring that his buddy's getting his ass handed to him. I literally, uh, I've, I hadn't seen the second one more than once or twice ever. Okay. And uh, I watched it last night just to refresh. And my wife had fallen asleep. And that brick scene, I started laughing as <laughs> I trying to laugh. hold it and laughing out loud because this guy's getting pelted with, with bricks and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it was fantastic well, as a kid I, everyone liked the second one better but watching him as an adult I'm like the first one is far superior to the second yeah. one uh, yeah, I was in the minority I always liked the first actually correction I didn't like the first one the best it went third first second first. third I, I'm a wild card. The third was okay. such a bad movie too, so it's hilarious to me to know that I was like such a big fan of such a terrible film. So I've within, never seen it, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> within the Home Alone cinematic universe, that's a thing, by the way. the The third film was the one I did watch that one a lot 
but I was also like seven to eight years old when that came out. So God, I was an adult. <laughs> I was a child, but I was like starting to get too old for that shit because I think I was like twelve or something like that. I just I loved seeing him use the Tom race car. Was in the commercial. I, yeah. I, I've never seen it. I I lost track after the second one, and that's it. That's it. It's not the third something one you goes, go back and watch now. <laughs> the third one goes a little bit off the rails. They somehow put a weapons defense chip that these international smugglers had inside this kid's RC car and then it's them trying to break in and steal it back. It got a little bit too I felt like it was in the Iron Man universe or something. Like this is too much. Isn't that the same thing that happens in the pacifier with Vin Diesel? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's basically the uh storyline for small soldiers too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What small if small soldiers in the pacifier are in the Home Alone cinematic universe? They gotta be because small soldiers was a defense chip put inside toys. Listen, we need to get a whiteboard out. <laughs> yeah. Ben so, the yarn and some tacks. We're gonna figure this fucking thing out. Listen, my daughter was four when Home Alone three came out, so <laughs> Okay. Wait, what so year? what year was your daughter born? Uh nineteen ninety four. So it came out in ninety seven, so she was three. I was ten. Yeah. I was born in ninety two. I was so. two. <laughs> casually. I was born in 73. Yeah, I was I was very casually 2 years old. My mom was also born in 73. Super cash. Oh, great. <laughs> My mom was born in 73. All right, son. Uh you drink it. <laughs> you might need something a little bit harder to sip on over there. <laughs> I'm going to start drinking. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, so you guys asked earlier what my favorite, or well, what everyone's favorite chop was. For me personally, I loved the 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 nail steps. Oh, yeah. oh god, oh, so bad. And my wife the- hates that one. That one she can't watch. I think that's the one that actually makes me think that he is definitely Jigsaw or he who is yet to be named. We haven't said who our other speculative serial killer kevin might be is holy shit time out i just opened the second one and i got gentleman jack oh oh no no not gentleman jack single barrel Uh select jack daniels what shit that's expensive that's like a 50 that's 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 like a 50 to 60 dollar bottle yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. drinking the worst stuff over here and you're getting stuff like that yeah you better start drinking Dude, you're oh. way too sober for this shit. We need a bell. <laughs> so board in the nails. Uh, I can remember. I, I think I was like six or seven, and my my stepdad was very big into construction, and he was tearing down our old barn. And my mother, for some reason, after showering me, puts me outside in a towel, and I could barely move. So I went to take a step, and I stepped, and I took a nail bottom of the foot right up oh, through. No. When I was, was like it six. one of those things when you like stood on it and then pulled it out immediately or you like were stuck on it. Oh no, it came out immediately and I fell over just screaming top of my lungs. And <clears throat> back in the seventies, <laughs> they didn't take <laughs> me to the hospital for that shit. My parents brought me in the house, threw me on the couch, threw a bucket of hot water with some uh, like peroxide and hot water in it and just stuck my foot in it. Just Said, praying, you praying you didn't get tetanus. Right, and that—that's—that's that's how they. Oh yeah, yeah. I only, I only limp a little on that side. 
medicine was readily available and there was hospitals everywhere. <laughs> I was about to say, did they have tetanus shots back then? Yeah, we had tetanus shots. But it, <laughs> that's just the way it was back then. It was like, oh, you stepped on a nail? No, that's good. Let's let's soak your foot in hot water and uh, peroxide and hope it doesn't fall off the next day. But so, yeah, so that 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 makes me squirmish every time I see him do it. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh. My, <laughs> my uh, I think the funniest one for me and the first one, it's kind of split between two. But the whenever he's when he ices the the stairs. Yeah. And and he's trying to get up the stairs. That's funny watching him just slip and fall. But whenever he puts the tarantula on yeah, Marv's face, yeah, isn't that so good? Doesn't even hurt him, but it is the just the best one because Daniel Stern's scream. Oh, his terrifying it's scream! The best scream in movie history. It is. I would agree with that a hundred percent. That man absolutely is one of the best character actors. Yeah, I love Daniel Stern. Uh, what, what are you timing out for? You. We were talking about Ben Stearns, by the way. I didn't mean to cut you guys off. Daniel Stern. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Daniel Stearns. I'm Ben. Ben was talking about (laughs) Daniel Stearns. Or Daniel was talking about Ben Stearns. Who knows? (laughs) Chris, that purple dragon in the corner is not real. (laughs) White Walker shit, man. Cheers, gentlemen. Winter has come. All right, Joshua, continue on uh, your elaboration. Of, I, I don't know what the fuck I was saying. So. You were talking about Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, his scream when uh, the, yeah, the, the tarantula was on his face. Yeah, that's the thing about Ben Kingsley is that he has the best scream. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that Harry starts beating the shit out of that him. Mouth. With the crowbar. Chris, what the <laughs> hell is happening to you right now? He would have cracked his chest wide open with that crowbar. He said that right as I took that shot and I literally just died. And it's already terrible. He got cracked like three times with that crowbar hard. Oh, God. So I like I like when he comes into the the window and steps on the Christmas ornaments. Yeah, that should have been a lot more like Die Hard. He's <laughs> on the feet and shit. Dude, well, my problem, he, the only problem I had with that is that he slams his feet down. It's like yes, who does that? Yeah, who does that? Yeah, I mean, he, he was just right. excited. He was just excited <laughs> to get in. I mean, you already have bare feet. Quit. <laughs> I mean he he got a, a he got a staple gun to the nads. And oh, the second one, yeah. No, 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 no. That's in the first one, isn't it? You say yeah. in the butthole? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, got, he turns around and gets it in the butt, too. Yeah. The, that was in the abandoned house when he's pulling on the doorknob. Ah, oh, yes. You're right. And then he's like, Harry, I'm in. And then he steps and immediately falls down to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Patrick gets shot in the dick with a BB gun. <laughs> The general lack of mercy that Kevin ex- exhibits the entirety of all the Home Alone movies. Like, I get people are trying to break in. What exactly is in your house that is worthwhile that they're going to take? Like, well, that's there's a $3 million mansion. <laughs> I mean, it was the silver. That's all okay. they wanted was the silver in the first one. Okay, this is what this is one of the things that really makes me think that he's sociopathic and becomes jib, Jigsaw because at any point in time, this kid could have called the police. At yeah. any point in time, he could have called the police. 
They didn't cut the house. They didn't cut the house wires or, yeah. any, or power no. or anything. Richard White, he ain't gonna go to jail. What's he gonna yeah. about? No shit. Yeah, he wanted to torment those wet bandits. <laughs> well, think about it from this point of view. Like the wet bandits were known to be out there. What if he planned all of this, like everything? The knocking the drink over, which got his passport wet, that got it thrown away in the first place. What if he planned all of that? Just to be like, then these motherfuckers will come and I kill them and nobody will care. (laughs) (laughs) You know, real does recognize real. So he probably when Joe Pesci was there in the cop uniform in the beginning, he's probably like this fucking fraud. I know you're going to rob my house. I'm going to be here. Yeah, dude. That was this was his his first real going to the neighbor's house. So that's where he was going to finish the bodies off. And no one would even fucking know. like they wouldn't link him to it at all. That's crazy. Honestly, this is his first foray into attempted murder. He doesn't get there all the way. He gets disrupted, but he takes care of it later on in life. Yeah, this one, is like a dry run. And then he heard they were out and followed their ass to New York City. <laughs> he one knew of the they were going th- up. One of the theories also is that when the old man um it beats them over the head with the shovel. They actually succumb to their injuries and die after they go back to jail. And Kevin, AKA John Kramer, the whole New York city thing is just a vision. It's like a, a hallucination that he has of stalking them basically in New York city to exact more revenge because they were going to bite his fingers off. Well, that's the sick memory that he papered over the trauma of that old man molesting him after he made <laughs> Oh, that, that, we just yes. went there. We just went there. Yeah. Holy That'll shit. trigger his fucking psycho- psychological rage. And so then I think- he gets out of the mental institution and gets cancer and becomes John <laughs> Kramer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. His wife gets there is no Jill. By door. No, there <laughs> is no Jill. That's just a figment of his imagination to justify his sick urges to hurt people. And actually, Jigsaw, the entirety of it is a hallucination from start to finish outside of him murdering people with traps. He has no partner and he doesn't die. His wife is a manifestation of his younger (laughs) version of his mother being pregnant with a not evil version of himself. Oh, God. That's a deep thought. Holy shit. So my I I have a. We, he has a weird fascination with old people because he befriends the old man and he befriends an old lady in the park. Yeah, that old like, lady why? is is Pierce Morgan. The- she does look just like <laughs> it is I'm definitely not as douchey. All I'm saying is I've never seen him in the same place twice. Hey, I agree with that statement. I agree with that. So in the second movie, uh, the trap that gets me is when he electrocutes uh, electrocutes the guy. When he goes to rinse his face off, yeah, and he turns. Well, well, the thing is, is he watches him, and he's laughing the whole time. He's turning this thing up and turning it up and turning it up. That's when I thought, okay, this kid's really a psycho. Yeah, blow the belt, touching himself. Yep, and then (laughs) and then he shuts it off, so he only lets him have a little taste of what's coming. Yeah, you know, doesn't want to kill him yet. He's got to enjoy this. He's just just toying with him at that point. And I'm like, like oh god. Just like Jigsaw, the deaths are never quick. You gotta make some tough decisions before you actually die. Also, you know, he's also pretty sadistic. People kill themselves. He's not actually getting his hands dirty. Right, he's just setting the traps. Oh, yeah. 
he's also pretty sadistic in the hotel whenever um he so in the beginning of of the second one he records uncle frank singing in the shower get out of here you nasty little pervert i'm gonna slap you silly and you mean he's peeping on a middle-aged relative that's a psychological gross. condition yeah true and uh what i thought was what i thought was funny though is Who that his family looks the most like that old man fucking shovel in the snow they have the same fucking horseshoe haircut <laughs> on his uncle uncle frank that's true oh my god this what goes layers deeper do you remember what his, he said to his parents that led to that scene in the shower he said something like if uncle frank said if i saw him i'd never grow up to be a real man or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? if I saw him naked, I'd never grow up to feel like a man. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I don't know what that means. And he looks at the camera like, all right. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, that got dark real quick. <laughs> well, it's funny because the, the dad is just like, did he say that? Well, whatever. It's He was joking. Yeah. <laughs> well, Uncle Frank is saying if you walk yeah. in on him naked, his monster's going to slap you in the face. Uncle Frank was talking to my eight-year-old about his big cock. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> all right to me. Yeah. We'll just ignore that and sweep it under the rug. No wonder this kid's got mental problems. It's like if I was at a Christmas party, my son was like, fuck it. Uncle Chris said that he was going to show me his wee-wee. I'd be like, Uncle Chris got to get his fucking face beaten. <laughs> <laughs> I when you concur. when you when you mentioned that he was like in the corner just getting so much joy out of electrocuting uh, Marv, it reminded me of whenever he's playing that um, that mob mobster movie. Whenever all of the hotel employees go up to the hotel room and to try and flush them out with filthy souls. And, and well, actually, this one was angels with filthier souls. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm only guessing. I'm only guessing that's what it was, but he's like, they're, they're talking to him. And he's like, get on your knees and say, you love me. And the guy's just like, okay, I love I you. Love you. <laughs> and he's just like cackling in the background. These people are terrified for their lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's he like power hungry sociopath. He oh, just like Donald Trump. Trump. Have you ever watched death note? Oh, Donald Trump was in that. Yes, yeah. he was. Maybe Donald Trump molested him. Oh, girl. If we're going based off of what, if we're going based off of what I thought earlier that this is all a fever dream, he imagined Donald Trump, apex predator in his industry, <laughs> and that was a role model for him. The manifestation of his own ego. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a lot of correlation between serial or sociopaths, not serial killers, but sociopaths and big business. There really is. There's a whole episode on, um, I believe it's on NPR that I listened to where it was talking about, or no, I'm sorry. It was a Ted talk and it was the correlation between, uh, fortune 500 CEOs and sociopathy and, Specifically, there was this guy who they deemed that his nickname was the cutter. He would come business to business and cut the fat off the business, but he'd walk in and fire like 500 people in a day kind of situation who had been there for like 20 years. So this guy was like a monster and well, monster, depending how you looked at it, I guess I should say Um, some people thought he was the, King of efficiency. <laughs> I was about to say that sounds like uh that sounds like a way to get your business running more efficient to me. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. I need that job. I just want to cut people's jobs. What if Captain- <laughs> this is coming from a guy that was laid off in August of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is the cutter. Like that. That was a super interesting story. But I feel like there had to be some kind of correlation with this this business lion, if you will. Uh, if if you believe that, so to speak, but uh, the business line, I think, I think it, uh, I think it ties in with our whole jigsaw dichotomy. What if Kevin doesn't grow up to be jigsaw? What if he grows up to be uh, Christian Bale from American Psycho? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's humping away on a chicken, looking at himself in the mirror. <laughs> you never done that. <laughs> if he had I mean, like if he had a tattoo of like a spider on his chest or something i would believe it <laughs> like i really would like that would be the only link i'd need it's like all right this guy this guy's kevin McAllister. <laughs> kevin is also oddly obsessed with christmas trees what what's up what's a character in pop culture that's a clark griswold is obsessed with christmas trees yes yep. and he does kidnap his boss in Christmas vacation, he could he's grow gonna, up to be Clark Griswold. He's going to get that tree no matter what. <laughs> he even claims the one in, in uh, oh, Rockefeller, Rockefeller Plaza. Plaza. He like claims that as his own. So I'm looking at a picture here, and they even say that they have same eye color, same skim milk skin tone. <laughs> yeah. I can't handle that description. Same they hair. have milky skin. Makes my skin crawl when somebody says that. Same <laughs> chin shape and same smirking lips. Can you guys see that? Same chin shape. <laughs> somebody yeah, literally they, took they, they time to have. compare all of them. Yep. They have the same facial structure, which means they're the same person as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. Jigsaw looks like the alien that's inside the old man's body in Men in Black. <laughs> Dude, that guy scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. The, f- the fact that his neck was always like this and his face was like that. <laughs> I'm the little, the little alien. Oh, yeah, the little alien. From- oh, I thought you were talking about the cockroach guy. Not the roach guy. He's talking about the guy who's like... The I'm not talking about Edgar. <laughs> the secrets on a Ryan's belt guy. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that the yeah. second one? No. That's, a, that's the first one? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I think we got some thinking to do on whether or not Kevin McAllister's a murderer. Is there is there more evidence to be presented to the, to the court? What would be great is if they forgot about all the other movies that have been linked to this one and did what every other franchise has been doing for the past couple of years and revisiting and making a sequel as Kevin as a serial killer would be phenomenal. Yeah, horror, and bring back Macaulay Culkin as a serial killer. Horror drama, do it before that, uh, Joe dies. He's getting yep. real. Oh, God, he's skinny and horrible looking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they need to bring the original cast back, except for Daddy, rest his soul. Because Kevin killed him. <laughs> have have <laughs> Kevin kill the family because they leave him alone again. <laughs> Kevin also kills John Candy off screen in this in this sequel. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Clinging to the, <laughs> the van as it drives off. <laughs> this would be phenomenal. We need to we need to pitch this. 
I honestly, I'm just sitting here thinking about Kevin standing over Joe Pesci, looking like a skeleton in a hospital bed, and and he just puts a pillow over his face, and he's like, "Now you're alone." And that's the, that's the opening sequence to Home Alone three or no, Home Alone seventeen or whatever it is. He's got to burn him alive. That's got to be what he does. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster, Trent. I love it. <laughs> so, so we've established. We think that Kevin, this theory, he becomes Jigsaw because of the the, the main thing is the the correlation between his traps that he sets in his house and the traps that Jigsaw sets for people to uh, to get out of to appreciate, have a better outlook on life and appreciate what they have. There's some other theories out there, though. Like when Kevin pushed the wet bandits into that pit of syringes. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, you had a, you had a theory on a movie I hadn't seen. I haven't seen this movie. So I'll let you take this one away, but I I, found it interesting. I have a theory that the unofficial third movie in this franchise is the movie, the good son, which is a movie that came out not too long after home alone Two, about, uh, Macaulay Culkin uh, is a I think he has a little a baby brother and his mom and his mom gets married to a guy that has a son who is Elijah Wood and they start to kind of become best friends but Macaulay Culkin is straight fucking evil he's shooting dogs with BB guns he's, they're throwing uh, clothes that they filled with leaves to look like bodies off of overpasses to cause car accidents uh, Macaulay Culkin eventually kills his baby brother, and it all culminates in the uh, real Sophie's Choice situation. Both kids are dangling off the side of a cliff. It was a real cliffhanger. And the, and the mother has to choose which one to let go of, and she straight up lets go of Macaulay Culkin's evil ass. She lets go of her own son and saves her stepson. So my theory is, it's just Kevin and the baby and her mo- and his mom, because... He burned their house down because his mom had a new baby and killed his father and his eight other siblings. And then it all finally culminates with him getting dropped off a cliff. Honestly, if you've seen The Good Son too, like you could totally see Kevin being evil as fuck because that movie is disturbing. Yeah, there's a lot more shit in it that I can't remember because I haven't seen it in forever, but I need to rewatch it. It's, it's, a, it's a terrifying movie for, for a yeah. children type movie, yeah. yeah. I was about to say, Kevin, is his whole motivation is you lost me twice. How does it feel to re- lose the rest of your family? Yeah. Right? <laughs> forever. <laughs> Grip All right, the so, hair. Like, you were supposed to be in there. <laughs> I've, I've opened December 3rd's advent calendar and it's Jack You're Daniels. Behind, dude. Tennessee fire. I know. And I'm, I'm starting to realize I don't think I'm going to make it to 11. So listen, don't throw that in the glass. Just down that one right here. No, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I was waiting for one of the flavor ones to just, you know, yeah. take it. I'm going to tell you, I, I'm not a Jack Daniels fan, but that Tennessee Fire is phenomenal. Is it's better than Fireball. Yeah, definitely better than Fireball. It doesn't have antifreeze uh, that I put in my truck. <laughs> My uh, my manager bought me a bottle of that last year for Christmas, and it was dangerously good. It's good. It's so syrupy, though. Jesus, All right. look at that. Face. Let's just crush I'm the next one. What do you got? There. What you get in there? What's, right. what's the next one? Next one. Um, what am I? December fourth. Wait, 
You know, no, I'm on the fifth now. Listen, my liver hurts for both of you. This is why Walker, Johnny Walker is <laughs> Tennessee honey. honey yeah. Oh, the honey's yeah. good too. Let me, I'm going to down this one too. Let me get, drink some water real quick. Hold on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you got. Every time I sip this thing, it hurts me. Chris, your bar- your eyes are barely open. Yeah, it hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is not good. The FYI, sense you were making, not. FYI, Chris is supposed to be giving us a theory on how Macaulay Culkin becomes, or Kevin McAllister becomes the collector. Are you ready I for it? it. Yeah, I, ready got I got um, right now. Hold can, on, can, to, can you slur your way through this one? Let me get some water. Hold on. While he while he does that, I'm gonna down this Tennessee honey. I'm not like editing most of this, so that's awesome. Be prepared. <laughs> Tennessee honey. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, I got that. Actually, tastes like maple syrup. That's easy. We're yeah, part, we're partying here tonight on the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. Yeah. I'm about to go get me a glass of milk. I'm getting fucking turned. <laughs> I thought you guys were going to be bringing some booze on the show. I'm doing illegal drugs instead. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're calling marijuana a drug, it's illegal here. Yeah. Where you you guys at again? We're in New Hampshire. We are literally touched at every single point of our borders by states where it is perfectly legal to do drugs. And we're just stuck in the middle. I mean, it's still illegal in Florida. I'm not. I'm not a pot guy myself. I get too paranoid. But uh, yeah, shame. I don't know anything about weeds. <laughs> it's a good show. You should watch it. Son of a bitch. Was it is a good show we until about season yeah, three. Oh, dude, it went off the rails on season three, but it was good. It was good. And the kid from Weeds was just in something I watched the other day. The oldest son. I'm like, where have I seen this guy's face? Yeah. He was in something the other day, and I was like, oh my God, that's a kid from Weeds. I was so <laughs> disappointed in what they did to the youngest brother, Shane, where he just became a cop, but he was like a cop that was like emotionally and his liver was like 50. He was just already a drunk that had no optimism in life. I'm like, why did you do that? This kid was so optimistic and loving the whole, whole show. <laughs> <laughs> beating people with a phone book. Yeah. <laughs> you just want me to tune you up. All right. So All right, I opened. Hold on. Open five. I'm open six. I might not oh. go on this one. I'm going to open oh, six. Yeah. All right. Thank up. you. Because I'm ready. I'm ready to tell you about my my speculation. I really like the good son speculation, though. Honestly, I really like that movie. It's pretty messed up, though. Like, I will totally agree with since, you. Since Trenton hasn't watched it, you should, come on. We'll do a commentary. Yeah. I want, to thank, I want to thank Ben. I want to thank Ben for kicking me in the ass because those first two were rough. It was just straight whiskey. Uh, but I'm I'm on number six now, and I've only got to get to eleven. All right, you halfway there, dude. Let's, and number let's seven, number seven's a shot glass. Oh, what do you what do you got for Funko Pops behind you there? Oh, yeah, I see some, I see some cool shit. Boo up there. Uh, no, I don't have Boo. So you're looking at um, Spyro and Sparks. You got Spyro and Sparks. Next to him, you've got Crash Bandicoot. Then you've got Crash Bandicoot, the limited edition chase version. And then you've got uh, Jack from Lost. You've got Hurley from Lost. You've got Dwight Schrute, Alex, Tre- Alex Trebek, RIP. Oh, fuck uh, yeah. Uh, 
the Prince Alibaba Aladdin. Uh, nice. I thought that one was boo because I just did a little dongle on his head. Oh, you've oh that got, was awesome. You've got. Uh, oh yeah, we gave that to you guys. <laughs> we appreciate that, by the way. The Michael Myers one, yeah. We appreciate you. Like, it's so fucking hard to get people to interact with shit. I know. Um, like free shit here. Come on. <laughs> I've got Will Smith's version of the genie, and then up here, oh shit, you can't even really see those. But I've got this is this is probably the deepest and the most obscure that I have. I have Alan Parrish, grown up in his jungle costume from. <laughs> from uh jumanji <laughs> that's phenomenal and then i've got the whole harry potter i'm a huge harry potter nerd i have a deathly hallows tattoo but i've got the whole harry potter box set of books up there and on top of that i have the three patronuses of harry ron and hermione um, nice. i've got pickle rick i've got some stranger things i got some star wars <laughs> I've got, um, oh, my personal favorite, though, is I have uh, Baby Yoda with the frog coming out of his mouth. Hold up. So while he's doing that, I'll I'll show you what his groomsman gift to me was because I was a groomsman at his wedding. Hell yeah. Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park. Oh, Jurassic Park. One of my, one of my favorite movie of all time, but like one of the best characters from my favorite movie. And then honorable mention is baby yoda and mando wait a minute hold on you guys got quite a collection don't you i i have over 200 <laughs> oh hell <So> yeah <laughs> i've got a i've got a buddy i could easily have over more than that but i i it's a disease so i limit i limit myself my buddy probably has probably close to that probably close to 200 Holy shit. Oh my gosh. Okay, where did you too. get where did you yeah. get that? That was a Walmart exclusive. La- <laughs> ladies, uh, ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen yeah. listening, it was a giant <laughs> Funko Pop of Dinjarin. Uh a giant Funko Pop of Dinjarin holding the child. And I'm Dude. talking giant. Big boy. I got the I got him this one to cheer him up, but I didn't get one for myself. Oh Boba. Oh, oh my god by the way did oh, you guys watch mando today he did i haven't watched it yet oh, shit, i was now picking up my target exclusive halloween or uh, christmas uh surprise starscream pop from target today oh, oh nice. hell yeah Starscream's every different. summer they do uh every week every friday like all week they'll give you this clue and then on Friday, they reveal what the pop related to the clue is. Like, I got Metalhead from the Ninja Turtles this, uh, a couple weeks ago, and then today was Starscream, which is my favorite. Wait, you and mean a clue as in, like, you're winning these or you're buying them? No, they give you a clue to, like, figure out what it is so that come Friday, you have to fucking be on it because they they announce, they announce what the clue was. Like, this was something about flying around, and then it turned out to be Starscream from Transformers. That is uh, Starscream is my favorite Transformer, so I that would be right up my alley. Wow, you're yeah. a bitch. Yesterday I got the 10, 10 inch Shenron from Dragon Ball Z. Your favorite oh, wow. is an Optimus Prime. I hate oh, you. That's yours. I thought that yeah. was just somebody posted that. No, that's mine. No, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Trent, you're a normie for loving Optimus Prime. No, shut up. I used to watch the Star War or the uh, Transformers <laughs> animated show every day before I went to school. 
and Optimus I was. Lord, I have an Autobot tattoo. Oh, you oh, do? Let yeah. me see it. As long as it's not on your dick or anything. <laughs> Too late. You already said let's see. So. <laughs> it's coming out. <laughs> he didn't tell you it was on the head of his dick. Holy <laughs> shit, Joshua. I didn't realize you were wearing a shirt. I didn't realize that was a pink shirt. I thought that was your tattoo. Literally right there. <laughs> Wait, you got to go up because I'm cut off. Okay, oh, yeah, that's cool. Nice. Oh, you got Jason over oh, there. Hell yeah. Jason. <laughs> For those of you who listen to the Geek Peak, you know that we rated Jason as the undisputed number one horror icon of all time. Nice. I don't have any good tattoos. The boys just get a peek. <laughs> yeah, Ben's like Ben's like I don't have any tattoos as he's raising his arms with <laughs> sleeves everywhere. <laughs> Hold on, wait. No, yeah, it's a dragon. I got a giant dragon tattoo. Here, let me let me show you my worst tattoo. All right, hold the, on. This is a great story, by the way. Can you guys see? I'm fat, but check this out. <laughs> oh shit! That's oh, that's it. pretty sick. <laughs> I like it. That's so really you guys, well done. It's really hard to see this. Let me see if I can. You see that You're little scar that brand looking <laughs> thing right there? Yeah. My freshman year of college. FSU won our first really big game. I don't even remember who we beat or who we played. Um, I blackout drunk went and got a tattoo with a girl I was trying to hook up with. Well, no, was hooking up with, was trying to date. Wouldn't date me though. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, dig- I digress. I'm married now. <laughs> So let's stop talking we're about here, that. We're not that's how I met your mother. <laughs> that's how I met your mother. <laughs> um, wo- basically, got a, got a tattoo slapped on my forearm, woke up in the morning and had a bandage on my arm thinking I fell or something like that. This is freshman year. I just, you know, I didn't, I couldn't hold my liquor. I get blackout. When I take the bandage off, there is a peace sign tattoo on my forearm and I am freaking out in the shower, rubbing it under hot water. It's bleeding like a motherfucker. It is <laughs> bad. Is this, it, it, or is this from a tattoo shop? Oh, no, no. It's from a tattoo shop. And this is how I know oh, it geez. is. This is how I know it is. Uh, the, the girl that I was with, I, I wake her up and I say, uh, what the fuck happened last night? And she said, we went, you got a tattoo. You were adamant about it. I said, "How did they tattoo? How did they tattoo me? I don't. I'm. I blacked out." And she said, "You literally went into the tattoo parlor. If you know me, by the way, my brothers say this all the time. It's really hard to tell when I'm the difference of just being regular drunk and blackout drunk. Like I'm really good at just kind of if I want something, I can explain it and kind of hold my shit. Anyway, I. She said that I literally went to a tattoo parlor, flipped through a book." picked a picture and told them to put it on my forearm and it was a peace sign when i met him he had never not had a peace sign on his arm so i've only ever known trent having a peace sign on his arm so what happened is i uh i find this out and i call my parents (laughs) i know they're gonna find out it's on my forearm i'm a lifeguard in the summers i live in florida they're gonna see it like it's just they're gonna see it 
I call dad and he's like, Hey, what's up? I'm at church. (laughs) (laughs) I say, okay, Hey, listen, just want to give you a heads up. Everything's fine. I'm fine. Nothing's wrong, but I do need to talk to you when you get home and you need to go on the back porch and not have mom right next to you. (laughs) Jesus. I, I tell him what happens and he's like, okay, what was it? Where is it? How big is it? I'm like, it's maybe the size of a half dollar. And, uh, he's like, all right, well, you're getting that removed. And, uh, when you come home, we're gonna, we're gonna get you with a, uh, I don't know what it's called plastic surgeon and get that removed. So I started the removal process and it's scarred to shit. If you ever don't get tattoo removal, it's not a good idea. I should have got it kind of, I should have got it covered up with something else. But we're, we're getting really off track from this Kevin <laughs> jigsaw conversation. <laughs> so we were talking about the Patriot, right? <laughs> Is that- oh, real quick. We knew a kid. He had, he was straight edge and he got these two giant X's that over both the tops of his hands. Look like literally paintbrush looked strokes. Like he just sat there and like drew on himself with a pen. Huge. Took, you could barely see any skin. And like a month after he got him, he was like, well, I'm going to go into the military. And they were like, yeah, not with those tattoos, you're not. So he's like, okay, I'll spend the next year and a half having these lasered off my fucking hands. So it's like, you can't have any distinguishing marks on your hands, but your entire fists can be all scars. Mangled. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And he's still in the military. That's a pretty distinguishing mark. (laughs) (laughs) The greatest thing. But he had hands like a fucking burn victim. (laughs) The greatest thing is I work at a credit union, so I'm like in a suit and tie all week. But on Fridays, I like to wear my polo. And um, so I go to my branches. I work. I'm a I'm a advisor. So I go to different branches all week and I still will meet people and they're like, what the fuck happened to your forearm? And I have to literally tell these people that I work with what happened because it's so scarred. And they never see it unless it's a Friday and I'm wearing my polo to work. Just start fucking with people. Just be like, my uncle used to put lit cigarettes out on my arm. Ooh, that's a great idea. You know, one time. Just do the monologue from the Breakfast Club. You see this? This is what happens there, when you there smoke. Was, <laughs> there was one time your, that. Uh, you had your parasitic twin removed. I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> So I also broke my arm and like uh, I had a really bad compound fracture when I was younger, jumping out of a truck that was going into a lake. And Christ. yeah, to save yourself from your uncle putting cigars out on your arm. It actually was my uncle. It was my uncle. He was driving into a lake and I jumped out. And Florida uh, will be Florida. <laughs> oh yeah, my family. Oh God, I really hope my mom doesn't hear this, but. My family is on her Your side mom. is all very white trash redneck. She's not. She's a really nice lady. But you just <laughs> down on it. I hope my mom doesn't hear this anyway. Anyway, everyone in her family's a white trash. Yeah. <laughs> mom sounds like my type of lady. <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't hear this, but fuck my cousins. Fuck those people. <laughs> so anyway, I jump out of this truck going into a lake and um my arm is compound fracture, like broken really bad. It looks all mangled and I have a, uh, a plate and six screws in it. My, my sophomore year of high school, uh, I had gotten the surgery to fix it and I had a really bad scar on my forearm and I raised my hand to answer a question 
And my teacher asked me what happened to my arm. And I said, oh, I tried to kill myself. And it was so bad. It Probably was the dumbest so thing you've ever said, right? Yeah. She <laughs> started crying. The rest of the class, I mean, I, I had friends in there that knew I was joking, but everybody else was like, what the fuck? I'm, it's a miracle they didn't make me go to therapy. And I was like, <laughs> you guys, it's a joke. It's a joke. I just had I surgery. I made that teacher feel like such a piece of shit. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah, feel like a real asshole now, don't you? Start crying. <laughs> the I funny wanna... thing is, it was uh, the teacher was my cross country and track coach's wife. So I got fucked in practice after that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just interrupt for a second and say that I've continuously been drinking this shitty Game of Thrones Johnny Walker, and it has been horrible. This has been horrible. Yeah, we're watching your face. We're, we've been watching every single sourpuss look on that face every time you take a sip. <laughs> like I don't know. Horribly shocking. <laughs> I don't know why this keeps happening to me. I don't know who's in control of this besides me, but whoever is, stop. Dude, stop making bad choices and alcohol. You'll be all right. <laughs> you know what you got to try next? Go out and buy you a bottle of tarantula tequila. Yeah. yeah. Oh, tequila. Do you guys it's like? Blue. Do you guys like tequila? I, I don't like tequila, but tarantula tastes like Kool-Aid. I like Cabo Wabo, but other than that, no. Cabo what do you mean tastes like Kool-Aid? I've never tarantula, had a tequila. That, like no, all right, so Josh has no idea. Uh, so it's blue. I have no idea. I drank it. With it's it it's literally like wine. like bright blue, and I throw, I, I'll put it in a cup, like a big tumbler, and I'll drink it from that because it's it's so sugary, but it'll fuck you up. Yeah, you won't drink on the podcast with us. Well, I, I'm on medication that's already depleted my liver, so if I do it anymore, I'm going to die. So let's just not talk about that. <laughs> Wait, okay, what, what shot are you on? Wait, should I not have taken my Xanax today before I did this? <laughs> <laughs> what shot are you on? Um, He has no idea. Six. <laughs> Seven, Six. seven. When I open seven, it's the shot glass, so I get a break. Right. But uh, yeah, I think I think you I think you take seven while I'm gonna I'm gonna break down my secondary theory about the collector because I have. Let's no, do it. Uh, yeah, Let's go for it. So Kevin McAllister is. Oh, yeah, that's uh, insane in the show. Kevin McAllister is the collector, and here's why. So first and foremost, you understand that in the film, the collector. He has an affinity for spiders, the killer. Guess what Kevin McAllister loves? He loves his brother's spider, and he ends up dropping it on, is it Marv? I think it's Marv. He drops it on Marv's face. And so... Yeah, it's Marv, yeah. We also have other examples within the collector. He positions the razor wire to look like spider webs. The knives on the chandelier are reminiscent of spider fangs. The sticky acid substance in one of the rooms portrays the enzymes that the spiders regurgitate to break down their captured prey. All right, that last one might be a little bit of a stretch, but we're gonna we're gonna tolerate it right now. Furthermore, you know we've got Kevin, which we've already identified. He's got a fetish for torture. The collector targets a family who is going away on holiday. 
Guess whose family left him away on holiday? Kevin McAllister. There is way too many parallels here for it to not be Kevin McAllister, a.k.a. The Collector. Kevin's not the Jigsaw. He is The Collector. What if he's both and he has multiple personality disorder? Yeah. What if he's Red Dragon from the movie Red Dragon? That's a great movie, by the way. But what if he, what if he is James McAvoy from Split? Ooh. Yeah, that's one of the best movies ever. And Bruce Willis is the old man that salts the driveway. So, <laughs> I, okay, wait. I do have one last thing I want to say about this. We also have Arkin who is the protagonist of the collector film. He is in the midst of breaking into a home. He is in the mold of the wet bandits. Could that be why Arkin is part of his target list? Yeah. So Kevin McAllister is more like a Dexter sort of thing. He's only taking out bad guys. I mean, for that. Yeah, I mean, seems like he's willing to set up certain scenarios that are like appeasing to his sick fantasy. What if he's that blind guy from Don't Breathe? <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so fucked up. You got that jizz filled turkey base to shove in his mouth. Apparently, there is like hours of footage of Joe Pesci from the set of this movie. Because he was like filming Goodfellas during the day and then coming to film this at nighttime. <laughs> so there's like hours of footage of him like grabbing Macaulay Culkin and be like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, you little shit. And they're like, dude, this is a PG movie. <laughs> you know, if we're talking about the Home Alone expanded universe, including the collector and Jigsaw, we gotta talk about the movie called The Switch, where Jason Bateman fills up a turkey baster full of his sperm and injects it to Jennifer Aniston to have an intro veto baby. You guys have seen that, right? <laughs> I, I, I know what you're talking about. Well, where are you going with that? Exactly. How's that? You to well, because, because don't breathe. He was talking about the turkey baster full of sperm. You've seen don't breathe, right? <laughs> It's all happening in the same place, folks. <laughs> if you guys are wondering, this all happened in the same universe. Jason Bateman is the collector, also Kevin McAllister. Oh, God. Honestly. Kevin McAllister grew up to be Thanos from the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got to ask the four nerds by nerds guy, are you guys releasing this? Because this is going off the walls, and I, I, well, I yeah, don't. I am. Oh, it's <laughs> This is going to be raw, unedited. It took way too long for us to get going on this to not use this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to say this. Um, I think the Home Alone cinematic universe consists of Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2, Home Alone 3, the Saw series, the Collector series, and the good son. And I think that's as far as we're stretching the, the cinematic universe. Also the switch with Jason Bateman and Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> and don't breathe. <laughs> so Home Alone 3 is a different child though, right? It's not, it's not Kevin. It's some kid named like Alex or something like that. So one of the, one of the beautiful things about Jigsaw, one of the, one of the beautiful things about Jigsaw is he does take on disciples. 
And that's what yeah. I feel like. That's what I feel like Home Alone 3 is. He's a disciple of Macaulay Culkin, whether he knows it or not. And they'll find each other. That's probably, he probably, you know what? The kid from number three probably ends up being the brown haired detective that ends up like working with Jigsaw on the back end of the thriller. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Now that's the FBI guy. I'm talking about the other guy who's actually a detective who works with Jigsaw. He's like the next Amanda. Don't mind me. I'm going to get real deep in on which character the, the the child from Home Alone 3 ended up being in. What was it? Saw 7? <laughs> I am just realizing this. There's a Home Alone 4. And there's and a 5. 5. There's a 5? Yeah, there's one with a girl, which is <laughs> the probably eyebrows. the Becker chick. <laughs> so Home Alone 4 is actually Kevin McAllister again, and his parents are getting divorced. And he's trying to choose where he wants to spend Christmas and Marv breaks into his house, his dad's house or something like that. What is Home Alone 5? It's just a girl. It's like they're like, it's Home Alone, but with a girl this time. So it's not following <laughs> Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like the next Karate Kid. Come on. Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. <laughs> That's a anal. It, it does say anal. Uh <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you asking for here? <laughs> I mean, this is a dirty podcast, not a dirty <laughs> analyzed. <laughs> the movie's called Home Alone Five Analyzed. <laughs> it said Home Alone Anal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know what's funny is all the shitty spinoffs have the 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 Macaulay Culkin face where he's slapping his face. After putting on the aftershave, which when I was a kid, I thought aftershave burned. And then I realized it would have <laughs> never burned him if he didn't actually shave. That is that is correct. Yeah. Well, OK, so I don't know if it actually burned him. I think he was pretending that. it. No, burned him. no, but no. He, that, well, in, in the movie, it's very apparent that it burns him, but there's no way he shaved. He was eight years old. I thought he was just imitating his father what did the mob, his dad the mob boss the yeah that home alone analyze thing though was that just a video um i don't know let me let me look up this home alone anal his uh <laughs> How was called home alone the holiday heist where are we going with these movies i mean this they're is all a holiday heist. the holiday heist it's like Ocean Seven, Finn but for Baxter, Home Alone character. Finn Baxter. When did they get so bougie with these names? Finn Listen, Baxter. Uh, booby traps. Whatever this holiday heist is, look who it is. Oh, it's got my, Malcolm McDowell in it. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell does Halloween. All right. Does so Halloween. this is really, this is you really get funny. This, before you get into this, another another one of your Jack Daniel shots. Let's let's round out this the right way. And on that note, Trent, now you have to take another Jack Daniels advent calendar shot with me because I'm going to sip this terrible White Walker wait, shit. Wait, wait. Oh, wait. You guys want to see? Okay, so I'm on number seven. Hold on. But do you guys want to see? I'm getting another shot glass at this point. Oh, number seven is, is the one with Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> this one says, how deadly are the traps in Home Alone 5? Oh, yeah. If it's anal, then it's real deadly for some people. <laughs> it depends on how much shit you can put up your ass. Oh. Um, <laughs> did I just go? Wait, wait! Did I just go too far for the four Lords by nerds? <laughs> you did not. Nope. We've said some things. All right. I mean, just so 
so Chris, Chris, I just uh, I just opened my other shot glass. It's Jack Daniels, and it all. The only difference is it says Lynchburg, Tennessee. That's the only difference. Uh, it's majestic. So let me get shit. Let me get to another eight. No number eight. There goes that shot glass. Uh, Breaking them before you send them to us. <laughs> do you guys want these? I have too many shot glasses. I'll send them to you. We, I'm serious. Do you want them? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm good. Maybe eight shot glasses. Uh, Jaeger, by the way, the liquor of choice on my tattoo night was Jaeger. That's that's what my wife drinks. Yeah, straight crits. It's straight Jack Daniels. Again? Cheap asses. Oh, man. I haven't gotten an apple one yet. I'm waiting for the apple. 24 different flavors. (laughs) I I think they do. I'm about to ask my wife to come in here and take this shot. I don't know if I could do another straight Jack Daniel shot. You're right doing now. it because I'm drinking this shitty Game of Thrones. wife in there, and we need to <laughs> we need to watch her take the shot. Let's do this. Are, are we doing this? Yep. All right, hold on. She tell me. us about her favorite uh, Home Alone moment. All right, <laughs> give me give me two seconds. I'm gonna text her. She just That's brought me water. Bless. From- <laughs> Fucking what was his name? Obi Wan Kenobi Stern. <laughs> Chris is like, yeah, Ben Stern. His ben laugh Stern. is so hilarious. Ben Stein? I didn't know he could laugh. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my wife in. I'm gonna give her the headphones and the mic while she does this. Look at him. He doesn't even want to do it. Look he at did, him. Uh, uh, you can do it. Lift that glass a little higher. Just pound it. Just pound it. Just throw the whole thing in there. Sip it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit's about to get weird. I wish this video could be recorded. Oh, does this not record video, too? Wait, Chris, does this record video or no? I thought he was recording the video. On Zoom, it records a video. It used to go like if you had at least three people, it would go like to whoever's talking. And now it doesn't do it. I can't see my face. <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. My wife's coming in. All right. <laughs> okay. So, so, Samantha, I've uh, had too many of these advert, advent calendar. <laughs> advert? You're advertising what now? <laughs> I can't do another straight shot of Jack Daniels, so they're asking you to do it. She's not going to shot. Yeah. Oh, she's getting on mic, too. Hello. The man there. What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is awesome. Oh, my God. How many of you have so far? Yes, on yes. (laughs) Chris, go get your lady. Bring her in here. Yeah, slow down some of that white water. Wait a minute, we you, you, yeah, we gotta have both the girls in here doing shots at the same time. You will never forgive me if I make her drink this right now. Crushing like the man show here or something. <laughs> I thought this was a podcast. I didn't <laughs> a man show. Having a party. <laughs> Jennifer, bring your Jaeger. <laughs> probably passed out on the kid. No, around. I heard noise. Are you ready to drink this or what? God, you I'm ready. Give me a favor to get the things in my ears. All right. All righty. Let's you put go. those in your ears? You don't know where those have been. <laughs> <laughs> the waxy buildup okay. made it go in. All righty. Give us your best. Give us your best geek peek impression of the uh, of the drink you have. 
Um, this right here is Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. Not flavored. No flavor. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Kill it. Oh, come on. There she goes. One shot. Woo! There's water right there. Not bad, yeah, actually. You better have a chaser for that one. Uh, you don't yeah. want to tell us about how it was aged in a limestone basement and all <laughs> It wasn't bad. It wasn't too bad, actually. All right, quick, uh, off the top of your head, your, your favorite uh, Home Alone moment. Hmm. Please I, don't say it was from the third movie. <laughs> probably. Number when- nine is Tennessee Fire, by the way. Again, <laughs> um, I like the part um, in the very beginning when um, the, the two uh, wet bandits are trying to get into the place, and he like the no- doorknobs are like super hot, and then um, he gets the other guy with the um, what's it called? The what's that thing called? The BB gun. Yeah, the BB gun. The whole movie is, though, my favorite, though. So, oh, oh, awesome. yeah. nice Fantastic. choice. Nice Fantastic. choice. Okay, I, wait. Kinda, like, I like the part where the iron falls down out of the laundry chute. And yes. And the spider. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. So, Samantha, weird question, but do you think Kevin McAllister grows up to be Jigsaw from the Saw franchise? Oh. <laughs> right, hey, interesting. Shot of that whiskey. Very interesting. Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> oh man, she's shooting the theories down. You're gonna have to listen to our episode here because we're speculating on it, and we think he might be. I thought she was gonna come in right with it when she. We asked. <laughs> she was gonna be like, and my favorite part was when that girl woke up with a bear trap on her face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about that one. I could see some similarities, so it's not completely false. It's a violent psychopath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we already know he likes to watch his enemies <laughs> uh, squirm <laughs> and his uncle in the shower. Yep, that's very true. Very true. Let it go. Well, Samantha, thank you for jumping on and giving us your impressions on Home Alone. Yeah. And oh yeah! Him for the team because this kid was about to fall out of his chair. <laughs> yeah, this How white walker. Do you have left? Do you have a lot left? Three, two. Two left. Okay. Yeah, two. Left. <laughs> two. All right. We got to oh, round Lordy. this out. Tell well, tell your hubby that we got to round this out, and he can't fall out of his chair, and I can't fall out of mine. All righty. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Hey, thanks, Samantha. Yes. Hey, Pants go wild. I asked smart water. Also, get the animals out of here. I can't even get a lady to watch a movie, let alone know shit about the movie. (laughs) Oh, um, me and Manther, we straight up, all we do is watch movies and TV shows. Yeah, drinking awesome. more Chris under the table here. What's that? I don't know. So she could drink Chris under the table here. <laughs> Bro, I can't believe she <laughs> took that shot straight. I couldn't have done it. Thank you. I gotta give credit to my lovely lady here, Emily, too. She uh 
her and Samantha are the only ones who are allowed to be recurring guests on the Four Nerds, or excuse me, not Four Nerds, Five Nerds, by the He Fucked Up Geek Peak Podcast. So. That's right. Just remember, we yes. take over the world. Yeah, that's our show. We demand her come on and <laughs> off your drink. Yeah, so she needs to be drinking. Nope, nope. Put that down. Give it to her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Give Emma a shot. I can't make this. I can't make this sweet woman drink this nasty foul liquor. She can fake it. Can you All right, her? hold on. She's a lady. She, she can pretend it's not foul. <laughs> Listen, Fine. I have a daughter named Emily who would drink that in a second. Yep. <laughs> How old is she? Uh, you gotta come on and say hi. Yep. Uh, uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> Kill it. You're unmuted. Right. If oh, you have shit. to spit it out, spit it right at him. Oh, she hates it. <laughs> really mad at me if we're doing that. I was yep. the one who wanted to take that home. That's where you had it. You're confident. Chris got another bottle from his friend, and I begged him not to take it home. There's a secondhand gift. <laughs> she is not happy right now. There is no. There's. And we appreciate her. <laughs> All right, guys. There's no Good. joy in Mudville right now. Good news. Advent calendar, December 9th, is more Tennessee fire. So I'm going to yeah. take this one <laughs> I, I still haven't gotten an apple yet. Yep. My advent calendar is a mini Dragon Ball Z Funko Pop advent calendar. That's so cool. Bro. Yeah. yeah. The Funko, the Funko Pop calendars are sick. So I really, the problem is they're like 80 bucks, right? They're like, they're kind of. Yeah, I got mine on sale. So it was like 30 bucks. But yeah, usually I think it's like 65. So this, this Jack Daniels one was 75. Whenever. Samantha and I just got married and um, when we got married, uh, the geek peak, we were in the middle of our um, Halloween, like horror fest month. And there was an advent calendar for Halloween with horror characters. And I was so tempted to buy it. And every day I was on my honeymoon in Jamaica, I was going to take a picture and send it to him. But of course, there was no geek peakdom to be had during the honeymoon. According, we're to all doing wife. that next year. <laughs> like we're for sure doing the Halloween advent calendar next year. It's happening. All right, let's take a minute here. I'm very drunk. I forgot where we were in this whole topic of uh, Kevin McAllister becoming somebody. I think we've covered most of everything. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. a serious. Killer, yeah, he's so. definitely a psycho. Uh, that's all there is to it. He's a nutbag. Pretty he could have grown up to be any one of the people that we named. <laughs> all right if you guys can commit to hanging out with me for another 10 minutes depending on what advent calendars i get i can get to december 11th because i'm on december 10th right now i hope you I- have nothing to do on december 12th because you're gonna be fucked up tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> it's a saturday i can sleep in all day out of everything that's been talked about today, there is nothing more real than what you just said, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I got the apple. Fuck yeah. It's about damn time. Holy shit. Is that number 10? This is number this is number 10. So I got this one and one more. I love how you're doing an advent calendar and I'm just drinking shitty Game of Thrones knockoff fucking scotch. And somehow it's the same thing. I think I'm going to finish the White Walker scotch. It's been 
it's actually been on my roster sitting on my bar cart for over two years minimum it's got to be maybe further than that but i know for sure it's two years so we'll go conservative here two years coming Here's Wait, I'm gonna as you, as you do this, I'm gonna take my December 10th Advent, Hell December yeah. 9th Advent calendar shot. Cheers, Chris. Happy birthday, Jesus! Sorry, your party sucked. I'm releasing this pretty much uncut. <laughs> Down it goes. Holy shit! I've never seen somebody drink so much of something that is clearly terrible tasting. <laughs> what are you chasing it with there? Just water? You're mad? Oh yeah, man. we do water. Yeah. FYI, Chris, that was actually number 10. I'm doing number 11 right now, and then I am not obligated to drink any more of this Jack Daniels. Please be something good. Two hours and 49 minutes, and then you have to drink number 10. Oh, Jesus. I feel like it's Jack Daniels, gentlemen. You're in my eye right now. God damn it. Get out of here. (laughs) He's struggling. I play this for you. Oh, fuck. Regular Jack again? It's Gentleman Jack. Hell yeah. Go out on top. I could have been, honestly, no matter what you've been drinking tonight, even with the nine shots, it's still better than what I drank tonight. Yeah, I fucking, I commend you. Ah. Even in my prime, I don't think I could take nine shots. I fucking hate shaking shots. I hate straight alcohol. Fuck that. I'll pay on fucking beers till I'm falling down, but. Trent is, uh, I just spilled water everywhere. Well, at least it wasn't the good stuff. Say, I gotta give Trent, gotta give him mad props. He is a trooper. So, we're all in agreement. Kevin McAllister is definitely a fucking serial killer. Most likely, Jigsaw and the Collector all at the same time. <laughs> and whatever other crazy theories we came up with. Uh, this was fucking fantastic, boys. <laughs> Can't wait to do this again. This was a trip. Straight Thank up. you so much for coming on. <laughs> We had we had a blast coming on with y'all, and thank you for having us, and thank you for all of our disruptions, our technical difficulties, <laughs> me drinking this nasty ass Game of Thrones alcohol, Trent having nine shots on his freaking Jack Daniels Advent calendar. It's been a it's been an experience for sure. I'll just say, I've got about half a shot left, and it's really hard taking this down because it's. <laughs> It's Jack Daniels, gentlemen select. Uh, so, you've taken this like a champ, though. I mean, yeah, you're fucking Jesus, it. I'd be out cold already. Yeah, be I'll, I'll be on. I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, Don't start now. <laughs> <laughs> this, I knew this was going to be a challenge. I really knew it would be. But I want to thank. I want to thank Ben and Josh for encouraging me to just straight up chug. Anything that was honey, Tennessee fire, or Tennessee apple. Because yeah. cause that was, I wouldn't have gotten through it if I didn't do that. No, but you got to power through the good stuff. I'm, tell, I'm telling you guys right now, the Gentleman Jack, the regular Jack Daniels, and the Single Barrel Select is really hard to drink after you've drank a lot. It's difficult. Yeah. It should get easier. The more you drink, it should, you shouldn't be able to taste that shit anymore. Yeah, but you hit that edge. <laughs> no, because you get that pit in your stomach you when like you haven't ate. His edge is over. Yeah. Chris is done. <laughs> he looks, he looks for 
frozen, but it definitely isn't. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to. Room is fucking moving. I'm not trying to down on your your accomplishment tonight, Trent. On on you finishing off. Uh, I don't even know if you finished anything. Actually, I'm just talking. But fucked up. This this game of thrones shit. Don't fuck with this shit. I'm telling you right now, it will. Okay, Emily, shut up. Get out Why of here. As <laughs> <laughs> a belligerent, we need. My girlfriend, my girlfriend's like, you're the one who introduced it to us. It's your yeah. fault. But I just have to say this. Honestly, the Waywalker, I would never buy this. <laughs> I would never tell anybody to buy this. Except you bought it and you drank it on this entire no, episode. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Let me let me clarify one quick thing. Someone re-gifted this to me. No. <laughs> and that was Chris's thoughts on the movie Home Alone. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Actually, I've been informed by my better half. It, what, what actually happened was I came in, I he saw did. it. Emily told me not to take it. I said, "No, I'm gonna have it." And then I'm a man. I do it. I please. <laughs> oh shit! And then I took it. Who did I take it? Trent looks like he's gonna throw up. Oh, I took it from my friend Corey. I'm sorry, Corey. If you hear this, oh, I think Trent's about to blow chugs. <laughs> You hold that down? Cool. You want a nice greasy pork sandwich and a dirty ashtray? <laughs> We're about to get a geek peek at Prince Insuds. <laughs> I always wanted to do a geek peek vomit episode, but I didn't know we'd get it this soon. Home Alone 6, he spews. I really don't want to see that, so I need you to hold it. The only, the only reason that didn't happen is uh, my wife brought me water probably four to five times in the middle of this episode. <laughs> I am proud to say I just finished the advent calendar up to December 11th. Jack Daniels advent calendar in one night, not even one night, two hours. We're at, we're on, we're about two hours and five minutes in. Happy Chrysler. Yeah. Although his left eye is no longer opening. (laughs) (laughs) So, I will say had, my my wife had a mini stroke throughout this drinking session. My <laughs> my wife did come in and take one of those shots for me, so I I didn't completely finish it. But I'm I'm honestly scared to open number twelve and see what it is. The, uh, a real man would drink the whole calendar. I'm just saying. <laughs> you guys got you guys got two more hours. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I like that you brought the the ringer in. She killed it. I appreciated you bringing your wifey in to uh, to handle that. And yeah, sorry we had to force Emily into drinking, but yeah. <laughs> she was so yeah. My girlfriend is pissed at me right now. She's so mad. She's cleaning the whole kitchen. You're lucky she's making you mac and cheese. You guys want to know the best feeling in the world? Going to work, yeah. <laughs> working all day, coming home, and your house is spotless. It is the most satisfying and best feeling in the world. I okay, love wait. it. I want to I throw this out there. I, I think this is a good question for us to ask to close this out. Best feeling in the world. Me going out in the wilderness and peeing on an elevated 
like position ideally in an area where i can see the stars so like peeing outside <laughs> that's i would say that's that's my personal ideal like scenario like if you had to like loop something for like two minutes that would be it what do you guys think over there josh and ben what do you guys think I'd say coming while high. <laughs> ben, Ben, let's go. What is it? I've got nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blanket with my ideal. What is? <laughs> Me and my buddy were once got our friend drunk with, with Gilman. Oh yeah, he had never been drunk before, and we explained to him how pissing while you're drunk is like coming for two minutes. <laughs> There you go. Josh just explained it. That's what I want. For me, and this is really, really, really selfish, I, I do all the cooking, but I like to cook for people, and I just I think it's fantastic if people like my food. Dude, dude, Ben and Josh, you're right there with me. I do all the cooking, and I love it. It it makes me yeah. happy. I, I yeah. like to cook for people, and then I love watching Mandalorian. I'm a terrible cook, so this is you're like... While playing video games? That's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> <laughs> not not, really not only not only is Chris a terrible cook, <laughs> he is, he is he's a sloppy lover. He, not only is Chris a terrible cook, he is a child when it comes to eating. He would eat cheeseburgers and chicken nuggets all day every day if he could. Literally? Okay. You mean she put it in the microwave? <laughs> Everybody, everybody else is. Everybody else has their own opinions about this. Here's what I have to say to you, Trent. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is, I do my own thing. I I float my own. You know, I float my own stream. And <laughs> apparently, when you're elevated, looking at stars, <laughs> my girlfriend is an amazing cook, and she totally handles cooking frequently. I I actually am not a bad cook. I just don't actually. <laughs> Picks up that phone or is that Domino's for you? <laughs> I, okay. I would be lying if I told you that I hadn't been leaning heavily on food the past couple of months. Yeah. I, I depress eat as well. There's a reason I'm around. <laughs> All right. So which one of you is sober enough to give your plugs? <laughs> I, got on, I got this. I got this. I was, I was born with this encoded in my DNA. First awesome. and foremost, Facebook.com slash Geek Peak Podcast. Jesus Christ. Secondly, uh, at Geek Peak Pod. That's my Instagram and Twitter. And then last and definitely not least, check us out. We're playing Cyberpunk. We're playing Tsushima. Excuse me. He fucked up. And we've got a bunch of other games that we plan on playing. Twitch.tv slash geekpeakpod. Check us out. Peak, not like you're going to look inside of something, but peak oh, Jesus. Like a Chris. You dare to grab it. <laughs> like a mountain Stop. that Chris stands on top of to take a piss outside. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Stop while you're ahead. Listen, everybody, it was great to be hosted on the Four Nords by. <laughs> We know what you're trying to say. The four nerds. Listen, it was great to be hosted by the four nerds by nerds podcast. We actually really do appreciate, appreciate you guys having us on. I'm sorry that we got 
just incredibly drunk being on here. Fucked up. Oh, but we're not being, sorry. This is gold. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're happy with the conversation. Um, Kevin McAllister is Jigsaw. And with that no, being he's said. No, actor. Okay, fuck you. He's no, one or the other. Or an old man or an old lady. Either one. <laughs> yeah. With that being I mean, said, he must be in love. <laughs> two turtle doves. It's <laughs> code for this. Kevin McCallister definitely puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> puts the lotion on his skin or else it gets the hose again. Anyway, that was weird. Um, that being said, this is the Geek Peak signing off. We love all of the four nerds by nerds listeners. We love all of our geek peak listeners and guess what? We're going to see you guys next week at the summit of the geek peak later. What a crazy episode that was everybody. That was super fun. We got a little off the rails, but in the best sort of way, can't wait to have Trent and Chris back on the show. Make sure you go follow them on Twitter at, Geek Peak Pod. Peak is P-E-A-K, like a mountain. You can find us on social media. We are on Twitter, FMBN Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram, FMBN, the number four in the letter U. Be sure to email the show if you have any questions, comments, stories, whatever. You just want to say hi. FMBN, the number four in the letter U at gmail.com. You can find our cool merch. We have a Christmas shirt going right now for the month of December with Fred all decked out for Christmas. That's tpublic.com forward slash FMBN. This week, you can hear me, Josh, on the Disc Dump podcast talking about Arkham Origins. I'm also on So Horrified. Ben wasn't able to be on with me because we had to reschedule. So I'm on So Horrified talking about Santa Jaws. And... I'm sure there's more coming up, and we have some guests lined up for the next couple weeks, so be on the lookout for that. I'm Josh, and for Ben, this is the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. My son Mason's going to do the sign-off today. Stay nerdy, my friends.